see you later. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Last Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, out of Oklahoma City. Our co-host is back tonight, Miss Ava. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. And then we got Vincent from the band Awake at Last. What's up, dude? How are you guys doing? I'm excited to be here. It's good to uh, it's good to be getting back into the uh, the vibe with uh, being on the live streams. And I, I like that the world's starting to wake back up to music, you know? No. Awake at Last. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> so the band is out of Delaware, and I said this earlier, I don't think I've had another Delaware band on my show before. Yeah, Delaware isn't exactly known for its, like, cutting-edge rock and roll, unfortunately. It's just, uh, <laughs> like, a little quiet Pokemon town in most of the areas. <laughs> so how did the band originally form? Because I was doing some research, and it looks like there's, like, a... 2011 plus 2015 so what's that all about so so okay uh we do we get this question a lot uh so my 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 band member eric and i have been playing together since we were kids uh you know 14 15 years old getting together in the garages and just like jamming out with like our first couple power chords and played in a lot of different bands together with a lot of different musicians but um you know there were times where uh, i moved away to philly for a little while and he kind of was like doing another band for a while and you know when we came together in 2011 we had actually like you know uh manifested awake at last and that's how it all kind of started we like came into it we got really into like the law of attraction and the secret which is like where the name kind of comes from so because it was like a spiritual awakening that music could be like a catharsis and a way of life and we were young adults at that point so we were probably like 21 22 he's a little bit younger than me but um when we once we got that together the reason we say that it like officially started in 2015 is because for the longest time i played guitar and sang in the band and then eventually we made the switch over to me becoming the full-time front man and we like got our our guitar player imran who joined into the group and we've had a couple different mixed members but that's when we like really locked into i think like the business aspect and really pursuing the touring and you know those kinds of elements of you know it's like 2015 we got real serious where in 2011 we were just taking whatever show we could get and like you know just hopping in the van and going wherever they would let us play whether if it was for like three people or like 25 people like we just did it anyway yeah, yeah that, i mean that, that, and that makes sense to say i guess if you weren't completely 100 dead serious back in the day then you're like all right from this point forward we're a band we're gonna do this man so that, right that makes sense and it seems like the band has a pretty positive message that you relay in a lot of your songs is that accurate Absolutely. Uh, I, I really, and, and again, like I said, we, we got really into the law of attraction and stuff when we first started. I remember like really digging into like spiritual texts, like the, the Tao Te Ching and the Tibetan Book of the Dead. And I was like, you know, and when I would like, you know, a lot of that is about like ego death and pulling yourself back and, you know, and yeah, there's, there's a lot of negativity in the world that, you know, that I think everybody kind of deals with, but, but I, I wanted the band. I thought, you know, they always say like, how can you stand out? You know, there's plenty of sad songs out there and you know, this and that, but you know, what we, what we wanted to do was we wanted to like elevate and inspire. We wanted to like give other people that feeling that they could also like, you know, like, you know, if, if our thoughts manifest our existences and all we're thinking is negativity, then all you're bringing into your life is negativity. So if we can get out there and be like, you know, search for the silver linings or, you know, take a step back out of your own way and kind of like see the bigger picture, you know, like, you know, that, that's definitely what we try to like 
get through with with the message we we want to elevate and inspire rather than just like you know be mopey or like kind of get sad into a microphone you know yeah. right um i have a question that might seem random to some people which is definitely related to what you were just saying um <laughs> have you ever tried ayahuasca <laughs> actually no but i i've i've had a few friends especially and uh i know a lot of my homies in california there was like a couple of them that were like really into it and because we would always get into like deep philosophical talks they would be like bro like you gotta you gotta just <laughs> you just you gotta try it man like and I, I i haven't had the opportunity and again you know it's not something that's like easy to come by and you mm-hmm. know but but i i i would be open to it you know what i mean i think it, it i i i think it would be kind of cool I, i've always been kind of curious about those big kind of spiritual experiences and, and from what some of my friends have told me it's like whoa like i want to <laughs> know like that's interesting you know but but i've never actually like had an opportunity you know i'm yeah, so scared same. of stuff like that i am so <laughs> scared and you know being in delaware it's probably harder to have the opportunity uh than, like if you lived in california or, so, or something like that you right know? well i know a lot of like uh, even a lot of like natives and like plantations they'll have oh, it true. because of like their religious purposes and i you know we we had a sound guy for a while he was native uh, native american and he would talk about it like you know and that was like something they you know it was like coming of age ceremony type stuff for them it right. was like really cool but there, um there are groups in austin that do oh really <laughs> yeah i was born i was actually good. born in austin i'm from austin technically oh. but oh, nice. my parents my parents were in the military so we moved ah. around a lot when i was young i wish i wasn't so scared to do cool things like that <laughs> Any anytime i tell anytime i tell the people who like bring it up to me that i'm scared to do it they always say that you won't be after you do it they're like the whole reason you're scared that's your ego man like you just gotta let that go and when you realize that you don't even exist and it's pointless like you won't be scared anymore i'm always like that's kind of scary though like, that's a little bit like, like oh i'm just gonna not exist okay cool like you know everything you know but no but no i i've never had but I, i'm if, if the opportunity ever came up on some crazy wild tour or like you know i don't know i'd probably go for it <laughs> as well yeah what's going on if you do let me know let me know how it works out for you. I, want like, talk, I want to talk about your last album uh was it like an ep or an album um the change the change was our first uh like big well it wasn't our first it was it was definitely our because uh the the album before that uh life death rebirth was more of an ep the change was our first like full length like really brought it to the table full distribution got it through all of the like channels and like you know it was it was like our, our big big push we do have other albums though that we wrote in the in the earlier years that you can still find if you dig deep enough into the purgatory of the internet <laughs> But the change was like our our big, you know, our first real message to the world. And I, you know, and it was amazing because we, we believed in the songs and we really enjoyed writing them. And I had a, I, the whole album is a concept album. And I, and I, you know, I, it, for me, it plays out like a movie. If you listen to it from beginning to end, it'll actually cycle back into the first song again, because it's supposed to represent the cycle of this, this kid's life as they go through, um, you know, they they're going through a sort of like life cycle or something it's kind of what the change is about but but because of that it was like it was really well received and i wasn't sure that like concept albums were gonna Mm -hmm. be like you know like these days it's been mostly you know just like big hard-hitting bangers and it was just gonna be like 
like boom, 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 like cool show stuff. And that was kind of it. But it was really cool when, when we put out the change, cause it was like well-received and I was, I was really like stoked at how many people really embraced it. And it helped us to really like build the brand, build the band up bigger and, you know, forever thankful to the fans for, for supporting us in that. Cause yeah, you know, I, I a band is only as good as its fan base. I got to apologize to the viewers right now because I have, I forgot to go back to my comment screen and share some of the comments on here. And Sam said Sebastian drops acid. Oh, well. I, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't. We just I like, do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David does. Hey. <laughs> the Sam just likes to mess with me. But now on, on the last uh, album that you had, you were able to tour with some really cool bands and even collaborated um, with a couple of them after, after playing with them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, we had the opportunity to do. Uh, we were on the Octane Accelerator tour, uh, like right at the end of the year. So, so you can imagine my disappointment when coming off that December tour after being out when we were out with Ice Nine Kills, right? And uh, the yeah. title track of the change is, you know, we'll call it the change. And he actually did featured vocals on that song with me, and we like we we did some trading back and forth, like sent the files back and forth and stuff, and it was really cool. And um, you know, and uh, when we did the tour, it was really. It was an amazing tour, and uh, and and I just remembered like it was huge, huge brooms, you know. And Ice Nine Kills was headlining, and it was like an honor to open for those dudes. And we got to play with uh, Howard Jones from Killswitch Engages, like kind of other band. Uh, freaking, it was it was really really awesome. And I just That's remember so cool, coming man. off. It was like coming off of all that momentum and all of that like excitement, and then like bam covid was just it was like awake at last was like we were like really like made we were about to do a nationwide tour hit all the markets we were going to go back out and see everybody again we were going to come out as a headliner so we could do like you know i could bring my theatrical stuff to the table and then like i just remember watching the tour slowly getting canceled and then ever us being like ah well our tour is like you know we're not like a big big band so maybe ours won't and then we were like thinking about like we were at the smaller clubs like you know maybe they'll keep it going and it was just slowly but surely and then eventually it was just like what do we do? Like we had no idea what to do, man. Like, especially like the nomadic lifestyle. I was home maybe for a week and a half to two weeks before we would just go back out, whether it was small runs, music video shoots, uh, recording, whatever we were doing. It was just, we were like always gone. And then all of a sudden it was just like, welcome to your own like created prison and your thoughts and that's all you have now because you can't go out and be near people and you know like i i, I consider myself a pretty extroverted person so uh-huh. losing losing that connection especially with the fans with the people with like the energy that like can can be built when you have like friends that go to co- concerts with you and like those kind of camaraderies man losing that was just whoa. who's Tough. frank who's frank sam says talk about frank um, I think if the, if the they're well, so, so we signed recently. We we got involved with uh, FM management, and okay. uh, Frank okay. Masterlers is our is our the guy that's like our our day to day manager, um, dude. And uh, so I, I'm assuming that's the Frank he's talking about. And Frank's Probably, really really yeah. cool. I'm excited to work with him. His team's amazing. Uh, everybody's been super super nice. Um, I I I've always been kind of like wishy washy with um. Mm 
industry stuff like you know a lot of that stuff yeah yeah okay so it wasn't man yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah it's frank but um yeah i was always kind of wishy-washy with like the industry stuff you know there's always those like folklores of like don't sign your soul away to the devil you know like don't let somebody like take away your creative expression blah 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 and you know i've dealt in the past with like those types of dudes like that'll try to take bands on retainer yep. or, or not do anything for you they'll just be like oh just keep up the good work you know everything's fine guys just keep paying me my check you know bar or whatever but you know and and we never really like you know with with fm and with frank and them it's been really actually cool that's awesome they're they're nice if i you know if i need something i can reach out and he's like really nice and you know so i i've been liking it and and i think that as the as we enter this kind of new phase where i think like where i i really think that the music industry especially the live concert industry as long as things stay on their current course is gonna be like a renaissance of sorts i really want it to come back big because all those people who would maybe see a band come through town and be like oh i'll catch them next time like i don't feel like going this weekend we did we just had a year and a half almost two years of no concerts going on at all so as things come back i know there's gonna be hungry bands everybody went into the studio and wrote over the the quarantine i know we did you know what i mean and and I and I think having a team like FM and having like guys who can like help to like deliver what we need done and like like help me realize the vision for the band like that's going to be super important keeping us competitive and like you know kicking ass moving forward. That's like so oh, I'm yeah, pretty dude. stoked. Yeah, I'm hell pretty yeah! Stoked. Let's talk about the song we're about to play. It's just a lyric video for it. Arm, it's Armageddon, right? Yes. I want to say this is Armageddon because I think you say this is Armageddon. I do. I do. <laughs> but it's just Armageddon. But and- like, you know, yeah, whenever you bring up when you're talking about the title, it's like, yeah, let's call it like this is Armageddon. But then like the producer will, or something will be like, nah. Just you know, like, oh, just yeah, just get it. You know? You're like, all right, fine. You know, like just, just get it out there. Now, and real quick before I play this song, this song is different, right? Uh talking earlier, the song is a little bit different than your previous style of of music that the band has written. Yeah, well, I mean, we still we still kept it like pretty uh pretty theatrical and stuff we always like to like bring those elements to the table but i think for armageddon at least and for me and i've said this in in other like statements and stuff that i've made about the song it you can tell that i wrote this from a place that wasn't as positive and uplifting as i normally would like to be because it was written during the quarantine and it was it's about like the division that i was seeing especially like man when when the quarantine stuff happened and we were already, everybody was already stressed and dealing with all this stuff. I will never forget how like crazy politically and like divided people were. I was like, oh my, oh God. my God, like in the face Nuts. of this like terrible thing that's happening, we're just being assholes to each yep. other when yep. we could easily find a way to like come together and like find strength in each other. I don't know. So, so Armageddon is a little bit kind of like that. That's why, you know, you'll, and you'll see yeah. it in some of the themes and, and there's a, a big uh, focus on like the duality of, you know, life and death and, you know, and, and you'll see it in the, in the lyric video too. I wanted that to, to, I wanted to show how things could be and how wonderful things are and like, you know, but also the other side when things, you know, can go yeah. really bad, you know, let's play, and, let's, let's play this song. And I want to give a shout out real quick to Tiffany. Sharon's on, Sam McIntosh is on. I know some other people. Marissa, she was on. I don't know if she is anymore. Band Cheeseburgers. Really cool. All right. Let's play this song, Armageddon. But I'm going to call it This is Armageddon. Let's go. <laughs>
how that came out it's quite a range you got there that note at the end of humans uh, yeah. <laughs> i don't even think i can go that high <laughs> i uh, awesome. i always well i don't do a lot of falsetto stuff but i'm a big muse fan right so like any chance i get a chance to like throw those little theatrical because like i said i was like a theater nerd when i was in school and stuff so i appreciate that thank you um <laughs> I oh, mean, I, I haven't seen that in a while. It's nice to like see it going again. That's cool. You got, you got a lot of good comments too. Uh, yeah, I was really appreciative. I don't know if they could still see me, but I was like, thank you. Like, oh, cool. like you know, I, I'm glad people were digging it. You know, yeah, you never know. You never know. No message. Yeah, I think these people were watching it, saying that, and then the music video came on. I was like, I want to say something now. So hey. I, I do want to mention, um, you are a Final Fantasy fan. Oh yeah. So, Very much. A- Ava, are you are you a video game fan? I have an Assassin's Creed tattoo. Hey, <laughs> Assassin's Creed's but, awesome too. Yeah, I don't I don't play Final Fantasy though, unfortunately. So. <laughs> so all Final little- Fantasy was a big part of when I was like younger and stuff. That was definitely like one of my faves. Yeah, what, tell us what you got behind you there. 
Okay, so yeah, so I, I, I like have it kind of set up and uh, my camera is reversing me, so it's a little weird. So this is uh, Sid Highwind Spear from Final Fantasy VII. Up here is the, uh, the gun blade, which is like the icon iconic weapon from Final Fantasy VIII. Underneath it is a katana, which actually isn't a Final Fantasy weapon, but I just have an actual <laughs> katana. Just in case of zombie apocalypse. But then uh, if you, my, my crown jewel that I, that I built myself when I went to a convention is uh ooh, my uh oh, my, wow. my six foot tall buster sword that i have from Final <laughs> 57 and i freaking love it that's awesome but that uh is, at, at the cool, convention man. i went to when i when i carried this thing around it weighs about probably about 17 pounds maybe because we, we did it with oak but the, the the character that had this weapon that i was like cosplaying as was uh he wears a lot of like leather and sweaters, right? So I'm in like the heat of August, like 100 degree weather in Baltimore, walking around this convention, dragging this giant oak sword, like sweating all of that. <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never forget. That, dude, were you going to say something, Ava? Um, no, I guess. I was going to say that, like, I do have an Assassin's Creed tattoo, but my favorite yeah. game is Mass Effect. <laughs> oh, dude, the, the trilogy is getting remade soon. They're doing like uh, the remastering. Oh, I love mm -hmm. it. I was really I I wasn't super stoked on Andromeda, but I will no. always love the original trilogy, man. Tally Zara. That was my favorite. Yeah. She's my girl, dude. <laughs> All I do is play PUBG. Like that's the only thing I play. <laughs> PUBG's pretty fun. I, I, I like PUBG Mobile with with this person right there. I play, I nice. play, <laughs> that's what I play PUBG Mobile with. Dude, I want to talk about your upcoming tour because you haven't been able to do tours, uh, obviously because of COVID. And I it looks like july is that when it's starting you're hitting up some different states uh not necessarily so our okay. first show back is in july and it's in jersey it's like an outdoor festival thing we're pretty stoked on it the tour itself though uh we got two of them that are kind of coming together it'll be um so the uh the the tour that we're doing as a headliner tour which will will, will be the one will be the uh the main the armageddon tour starts on the 13th of august and then uh that goes to the 8th uh to the 19th we're hitting a lot of uh like delaware maryland virginia south carolina georgia ohio area yeah and then um a lot of the other tour we're doing is with our buddies in raw which uh i don't know oh, if you've cool, heard of those guys oh, yeah. but yeah raw is awesome they just did that cool dmx cover and we were both just featured on the octanes uh not accelerator but the um the test drive and um and there's another band that's on this called red star that's going to be out with us and that's going to pick up right after our armageddon tour where we'll be on as support for raw and we'll be taking that one into like the midwest wisconsin indiana illinois iowa with and you know like ohio kind of that miss midwest area something about the midwest man they just love rock and roll over there you're like you go to <laughs> yeah. like wisconsin or you go to like the rock usa festival everybody is just like rock and roll they like love it over there so it's in August, uh, Jersey, August 13th kickoff. Hey, do you feel like the band is really, because you haven't been able to play shows uh, for the last year, year and a half, whatever, do you feel like you're really getting ready to vamp things up? Like you guys can't wait to get out there, go see the audience, just go fucking get loose with it, man. I think it's a mixture of definitely that. I know we've all become very stir crazy. And, and, and when we lost the live aspect of it, you know, first of all, rock and roll in this day and age, like selling records isn't like 
as lucrative as it was back in you know 90s early 2000s kind of thing so these days it is a lot more about touring and especially for us because touring was like the best part of the job you know what i mean like it's, yeah. it's my absolute favorite aspect i love being out and about i love seeing new places i love meeting new people and um so i know that we're all really really excited to get back out there and a little nervous though you know it's been a while since we're like any you know you, you know we've been rehearsing you know shaking the rust off you know <laughs> like getting ready for it but yeah we're, we're definitely like stoked to get going and and you know and we've been working on a lot of uh a new ideas and concepts and, and really trying to like flesh out like what we want the next Next chapter of our band to like be and, and i am excited to get to the point where we like start getting the lights set up how we want and we get our outfits and we start doing the photo shoots again and we can like kind of reintroduce ourselves to this like new like you know music scene that i think is going to start opening up here soon because i like i said i know everybody <laughs> who was doing anything last year or the year yep. before we all went to the studio dude every band you know and love i bet you we all like all we could do was write that's all we yeah. did so so i'm i'm just excited to like see what everyone's been up to because like like i said it was it was a psychological like shock for a lot of people i know for for an, an extroverts and introverts alike because even if you're an introverted person all of a sudden you're like stuck with the people that you live with all the time or something like that you know what i mean or or for me who was like really about like the energy of the people and stuff like losing that it was really hard to like stay positive it was really yeah. hard to stay optimistic i was <laughs> like oh my god like i'm just home now it's all just you know it was like like and you couldn't even really work right you couldn't even like get my mind on work all i could do was write and it was just like you know i'm a i'm a tough critic when i write too man i'm hard on myself you, like you oh my god uh. i'm so hard on myself like i have to have like you if suck. i'm writing dude if i'm writing with my <laughs> band members like they have to convince me that something is like worth keeping or i will like 93 percent of what i write i will just delete like right after i jump right now i hate it it's and they're like no the bro way. that was sick yes right all right good i'm not the only one i'm not the only one my problem is i keep everything i write when i probably should delete <laughs> uh, that's probably see? true yeah <laughs> so, so, so yeah so the other enough. side of the, the other side of the coin yeah. <laughs> i'll keep it screw it right all right anyway do you have any last questions for him We're about to wrap the show up anything any final thoughts if you could pick an anthem to your life what would it be oh wow that's that's an yeah. that's a bigger one. All right, let me <laughs> let me think for a second. I don't want to take up too much time because I know we gotta bring this down. An <laughs> anthem to my life. Shoo. Hmm. I really like. See, man, I like a lot of different <laughs> bands and stuff like that. That that's that's a tough one for me. Um, I really love. Um, oh man, you really putting me on. Uh, <laughs> putting you on blast. <laughs> is that what they say? Is that what the kids say? <laughs> yeah, that's that. That is. I'm trying. To, I know. So my favorite band's AFI. Okay, that's like one of my favorite bands. It really got cool. me through a lot of tough times. I know that if I could have like an introduction to myself as like a character, I would love to just be the introduction to the sing of sing the sorrow record that they did, the Misery Cantare. It just is the most epic sounding thing ever, and I always loved it. But um. Hmm. That works. <laughs> yeah, no, I really like that one. Uh, okay. 
I'm trying to think of like I can't think of like super uh like a super iconic just you know you know it, all right so it's a little bit this is the emo side of me a little bit um I can't remember if it was I'm pretty sure it's Taste of Ink by the Used where he talks yeah. about how mm-hmm. uh I'm That's about awesome. to be a million miles away and you know was, you know I'll I'll stand on the city and you you know and it won't even you weren't there for me when it when I needed you so I'm gonna keep doing this That's I think kind of uh, nobody. Of, of my like peers growing up ever supported anything I did. I was very heavily bullied. I was very heavily made fun of. I was a nerd. I was a weirdo. Um, you know, and you know, I, I, I was always the weird kid that was like drawing or coloring and like humming and stuff, you know, just not the cool kid. <laughs> ever. Out, dude. So, <laughs> so, so for, 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 so I would say like, because I think I really like had my kind of musical awakening during that era. And that song was one of those first songs that I heard that was like a screamo song that was like, I'm about yeah. to be, I'm just going to like go be a rock star and all of you guys, can just like suck it you know what i mean and, and i so I, that, that, that was probably be a good one I, I for now i would say that's a good one I, i'll let okay. you know the next time we speak if it changes from then on but <laughs> okay for this for at least you had a good answer i would have said i wouldn't i would have said like jack black <laughs> I do like I that. Anything, like, I, I, but I can't think of things like that. All right, man, we're going to wrap this up. I do want to ask you, though, dude, thank you so much. First, thank you for being on the show. That song is badass, dude. I fucking love thank it. Thank you. I'm a thank fan. Thank you for you having got, me. You got some more fans for being on the show, and hopefully that grows as we put it on all our different platforms. Um, is there anything that you want to say that we did not cover about your band that you would like to put out there? Um, you know, I, I just, you know, if you guys, uh, if you enjoy what you heard here, you know, there is a lot more that we've done leading up to this. Please check out all the albums. Um, if you listen to the change, listen to it from the beginning to the end. If you want to dig deeper, listen to life, death, rebirth, and then put it in a playlist with the change and listen to all of it. And it actually plays out like a sequel to the previous, like the, the character's previous life. Uh, but other than that, you know, if you're, if you're nearby any of these shows now is, as the best best time to to get together and meet up so you know i will we've posted the dates all over all of our social media platforms uh, awake at last rock.com is the go. the the hub where you can find everything we're doing uh at all times you know so please check it out and you know and i look forward to hopefully meeting more of you and uh once we're in your guys's area hopefully we can get you guys out to show maybe we'll do a little like like a little live podcast like catch up or like hey, when we're in person hey, or something you come you know, to but, oklahoma city you let me know if you go to austin you let ava know hey and, for sure <laughs> yeah. I, I would love to, to to uh to see you guys live come around my area i'll definitely definitely be there also make sure to go go check out his website also go buy some merchandise from the band um everyone Always. can use and and download their uh stream their music such such a great band dude thank you again for being on also, thank you, Ava, for being on tonight. I know Monday, I hope you had a great band practice on Monday night. And I hope it was super epic. Her band's Weird Wolves, and, and they're fantastic also. Awesome. They're, I'll have to check you guys yeah, out. Yeah. They're, they're doing great things. Uh, go to www.theloudspot.net. We are going to get some new merch pretty soon. Check us on Apple, Spotify, and everything. You know, all the things. We're on all the things. Everyone's on all the things. I don't need to <laughs> all say things. all the things. All the things. <laughs> okay find hey. us and become friends with us that's all we want <laughs> vincent, vincent stay right there uh don't go anywhere just yet we're gonna play the outro song uh so here we go peace out rock on much love we'll talk to you guys thank later. you guys so much yes this is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic is this all talk with no action no is this my thoughts with distraction no is this what i bought that's in fashion or is this the loud spot with
with Sebastian. The bumpy short of tragic has his back again. Does everything that's good really have to end? A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out, rock on, much love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.